Good morning, recruiting junkies. How you doing? Uh, we're, as ever, on a Friday, we're joined by Claire Davis, our resident mental health and well-being coach. Uh, Claire's got 20 years in the recruiting industry as well as working across many industries. So good morning, Claire. Good morning, Alex. It's actually more than 20 years, which is really scary. Oh, mate, I, think you had, I think you had an easy desk. That's what it was. Oh, that, 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 that's what it was. That's what it was. You are obviously not enough new business. Uh, so, which is, uh, which is good. When I introduce you, Claire, as sort of like our, our mental health and well-being sort of coach, I feel a bit like the like Radio 2 host introducing thought for the day. <laughs> I expect that sort of monologue of, it's been troubling times and we have to remember <laughs> Jesus and what he did and blah, 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 blah. so uh, but we're, 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 we're better than that we're better than that so yeah, uh, which is good we could get that we could sort of get some sort of like uh, faith 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 person to sort of present and talk about the role of of uh, of, 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 of faith although I'm not sure whether that'll win or lose uh the, the the audience so you know, uh, you know. to be fair i'd be i'd be itching to sort of ask difficult questions because that's what I, what I do in those situations so uh um, i remember i used to have a, a guy who used to walk my dog on the field with who was in, in bristol they've got three seminaries yeah uh, and they're all within about a mile of where i live and it was this guy that used to be a director of a big estate agency and we yeah. were talking about how we, we were talking basically about how religion was very christianity was very similar to the business in the sense that the uh the apostles were effectively pr consultants yeah definitely, definitely. <laughs> and they basically went out and spread the word and yeah. uh and, and it was we, we sort of uh, we made analogies between the the world and how how effectively they were the world's best salespeople. uh <laughs> because they they could sell a product that was totally intangible and no one could prove existed uh... or didn't exist. So, so who's a recruitment consultant then, Alex? Who's a recruitment consultant? Oh, well, I mean, they're the missionaries, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. They're, they're okay. the missionaries. They're the missionaries. Okay. So, uh, yeah. although, no, yes, the recruitment consultants are the missionaries because they're trying to move people from one belief system to another belief system. Okay, okay. <laughs> there we are, there we are. I get it. I get it. Anyway, so, so, um, before you keep going, Alex, I'm going to interrupt yep. you. It's Friday morning. We did this a few weeks ago, and I noticed what you were wearing when you came Oh, I'm going to take my shorts. So stand up, and I'm going to show everyone my Larry gym gear for this week. Look at that. Wow. Aren't we a sight for sore eyes? I'm going to tell my wife she'll go, how did the stand up go? And I go, I'll go, I showed my crotch to 200 people. <laughs> and I yeah. hope everybody starts a meeting when you're feeling a bit low doing that because it will get everybody laughing. Yeah, and uh, it's been uh, a good week this week. It's been a good week this week, Claire. What yeah. are your successes this week? Um, I've had quite a lot of successes this week. I had a great, my two workshops went really well on Wednesday, and one of them has led to me now delivering that workshop in-house for a client a couple of times for their team leaders, as well as write a program for that client. So I am really excited about yeah, that. What about it. you? What's been your biggest success? My biggest success is I think I finally puzzled through a way to make some money from the recruiting gym. Yay! <laughs> That's what we like to hear, especially in these difficult times. Yeah, I think I finally puzzled out a way. And I've got a couple of new coaches on board. So we're starting, 
uh, a startup zone. So we think there's going to be thousands of startups uh, yeah. as a result of this. What I'm hearing is that recruiters that have been made redundant are like, you know what? I'm not like, why would I go get another job for 20K where I've been doing it for a couple of years? I'll, I'm just going to start yeah. up on my own. Uh, yeah. so we're going to be starting a startup zone in the recruiting gym. Right. Uh, we've partnered with 15 West and they're going to be creating a junior recruiter mentor program uh, okay. in the gym. Uh, and the gym is sort of moving from free to 20 pounds a year. So it's sort of bringing us in line with the other providers. Excellent. But I, I, think, I think the challenge is, is with, with everyone, it's when you're working hard and there's no prospect of earning money, it's, yeah. it's difficult. So yeah. even if I'm fighting for 20 quid, uh, mm. that'll, be, uh, that, 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 that'll be good. And we've also brought on Alan Clark, who's a very experienced recruitment trainer, and he's going to be delivering some of our business development and delivery program uh, experience of uh, consultant delivery program stuff. Great, uh, that's good. And uh, yeah, so overall, I feel like I've had a I've had a good week. That there there is there is light. I'm I'm hoping it's. Train, but I'm running. I'm running towards that 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 train. Well, so God, we love seeing that light at the end of the tunnel, don't we? It's so important. Yeah, and and, and I've had some of my clients that I've been speaking to are picking up vacancies. Yes, uh, engineering, like manufacturing. I've got one one of my clients, a lady called Jackie Kerr. She, I think she's been in the yeah. industry for about 35, 40 years, and yeah. she is the most excited person about recruitment that I've ever met. She still <laughs> absolutely loves it. And like every time I speak to her, she goes, Alex, it's brilliant. I, I, I wrote down who I thought were busy. I call them and I've picked up vacancies. And I'm like, oh. Love it. Well done, Jackie Kerr. Love it. Well she's, a member of, she's a member of team. So she's co-brokering with other team members to fill those vacancies. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's really, I think people are starting to get their head around it. Now, it's not it's not yeah. a bed of roses, but there is there is like. And I love the fact that Jackie is collaborating with other people because we need to collaborate all the time, let alone in these times, especially not just think, no, I need to have it all myself. Let's collaborate, help each other, because then more heads are better than one head. Exactly. Exactly. And so so today we wanted to talk about the 21 day challenge, Claire, didn't we? So 21 day challenge. Okay, well, it was actually my daughter who started in our household. And if and I looked into it and I thought, if we set ourselves challenges, now they could be 21 days, they could be 30 days, but if we set ourselves challenges, they help us to build resilience and that longevity, and that's what we need. So what we've got to look at is making sure when we set ourselves these 21 or 30-day challenges that we're setting them as real challenges, not something that we could do easily. So anything that could challenge us, it could be in the recruitment industry, something that could challenge us, it might be making those how are you calls, three of them a day could be a huge challenge for us, or it could be something quite personal. And in doing these challenges, we're breaking habits. We are helping ourselves to break habits and develop good, new, positive habits. So I was always, uh, I was always brought up, Claire, to, uh, to, to and the saying was, it takes 21 days to, to form a habit. I knew you were going to say that, Alex, because everybody <laughs> says that whenever I say this. And you are wrong. You're no, wrong. wrong. <laughs> Research has shown a wonderful psychologist called Philippa Lally from the University College London has proven that it takes anything between, anywhere between 18 
and 254 days to either break a habit or form a new habit. So, I guess if you're looking at it, if you're looking at it from that perspective, then you could argue some habits are never broken because they're probably addictions. So, so yeah. like like smokers form a habit not to smoke, but yeah. but there's something in their head that makes Absolutely. them always always a smoker. And that's uh, why it's up to 254 days because of those addictions. Because right. you know if you think about okay, I'm going to develop a new habit of eating an apple a day. It's quite easy compared to something that's quite an addiction, which is quitting smoking. Yeah. So when it's about 18 months ago, I uh, I basically gave up refined sugar. Well, I didn't give it up. Yeah. I basically said I went from having probably a 1,000 calories to 1,500 calories a day of refined sugar-type products to yeah. basically I was allowed two desserts a week. Wow. Um, and, and, and so – which was hard. Like, I eat a lot of nuts yeah. and a lot of fruit, carrots, that sort of stuff. So that that worked. But even now, after dinner, my brain ticks yeah. into I need some yeah. sort of sugar. I have lapsed in the like in the last couple of weeks. I have lapsed. I'm probably yeah. having four desserts a, four desserts a week now. Yeah. Uh, and it's gone from like half, uh, one scoop of Hagen Dazs to basically half a pot. Uh, well, funny uh, you say that. One of my habits. Oh my goodness, I'm the opposite to you. One of my habits that I'm breaking, and I started it two weeks ago, is to not eat refined sugar for 21 days. So I'm halfway through, which is very exciting, and I'm feeling like a different person. And yeah. funny enough, last night, Alex, the same as you, after dinner, the kids are having their puddings, and I'm there going, I would just love a scoop of that ice cream. Wouldn't that yeah. be great? One of, the best, one of the best philosophies I've uh, one of the best philosophies I've come across around habits is you can't break a habit, but you try and replace it. So what what I've started to do is when I instead of pudding, what I do yeah. is I'll chop up an apple yep. or have a handful of almonds. Right. Um, and 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 the idea being is I still have that. A bit, it's a bit like uh, smokers go from smoking to chewing gum, you know, yep. or, or smoking to chewing gum and clicking a pen because they want. Yeah. something to do with their mouth and their hands and uh, developing those positive habits and through COVID-19 we want to be developing positive habits because if we develop positive habits it affects our mental health positively and yeah. mental health can either be negative or positive and we're aimed at having positive mental health yeah so I, I always uh I, I always love the phrase brainwashing yeah uh, because actually I, I say brainwashing in of itself is not a bad thing uh, it just depends what you're putting in the washing machine. Yeah. Uh, and so by forming new habits, what you're trying to do is positively brainwash yourself, you know, yeah. by reforming things. But but day to day, we might negatively. So like when I used to sell educational books in America, we'd talk a lot about self-talk and yeah. what records are you playing to yourself? Yeah. Uh, so, for instance, I, I got in the habit over the last four weeks is everyone will always go, how's business? And I would go, it's burned down and I'm trying to blow some life into it. Yeah. Uh, the ashes. And it was a great phrase and it, mm. and, it, and it sounded cool and it made everyone laugh. Uh, but the reality is that it was probably reinforcing the fact that my business as I knew it had burned down and it wasn't making me feel good. So I don't really say it anymore. I just, I talk, I have a, I have a better sort of narrative yeah. uh, in terms of what I'm doing. And actually, all of mental health is about having a better narrative, a better mindset, because if we're thinking positively, we are going to be speaking positively and acting positively. Okay, yeah, there's so a uh, the book by a chap called Paul McGee. 
yeah. uh, sumo, and sumo stands for shut up and move on. Oh, and his, 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 uh, his sort of premise is the fact that we play records in our head, yeah. and the records in our head are the records that we believe. Yeah. Uh, and 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 basically, you've just got to change those records. So yeah. like when I started traveling a lot with my job, people would always go, how do you find the travel? And I'd always go, I find the travel hard. And then yeah. lo and behold, it kept feeling hard. Yeah, so what I then did is like, is like, I really love this job. Uh, the travel's not great, but I love this as well. And I yeah. changed the record and suddenly travel didn't seem, uh, yeah. seem as bad. And that goes back to our amygdala brain, which is where we're thinking the negatives. We naturally as human beings think the negative. So we think the travel is hard. If we change that to the positive brain, it's going to affect our behavior and the way we're speaking as well. And that's yeah. what we're aiming at, definitely. Yeah. And that's where one of my favorite ever, I don't have the little pamphlet, uh, but one of my favorite ever sort of pamphlets of all time is uh, by a chap called Albert Gray, called The yeah. Common Denominator of Success. Yeah. And uh, if you take out the fact that it was written in 1940, and so he only talks about men uh, oh. and habits are related to men. So if you, if you replace men with people or yeah. them or they, uh, just putting that out there when you read it, because it's 80 years ago. It shows how far we've, we've come in 80 yeah. years. Uh, yeah. but what, what he talks about is that uh, if we don't, he talks about two things that I like. First one is, is that if we don't consciously form good habits, we subconsciously form bad ones, which reinforces yeah. what you're saying there. Uh, so we've got to be conscious in, in, in taking the past less, less travel because the default isn't always good. Uh, and the second one is that we look at people that have good habits and we go, I wish I found it as easy as them. Yeah. Uh, but what they do is that most people with good habits don't find it easy, but they find that more appealing than what would happen yeah. if they didn't. And and I uh, I remember when uh, I was at university and I, I was reading these types of things. I was like 21. I'd, re I'd like yeah. to read this stuff all the time. And uh, I had a friend who always went to the gym. He had a good body. Girls loved it. And I was even skinnier and scrawnier. And uh, and I said, mate, mate, how do you love going to the gym? Because I need some of this. I need some of this love. And he goes, and he goes, he looked me in the eye and went, Alex, I hate going to the gym. But yeah. I hate going to the gym less than I'd hate having a body like yours. Yeah. So it's actually thinking about consequences there. What are the yeah. consequences of our bad habits? What are the consequences if we don't turn them into positive mindsets and positive habits? So it's a really good point of your friend, and I'm glad I've stayed with you for life, Alex. Yeah, no, indeed. I still don't really go to the gym, though. I just went, you know what? I'll yeah. happily be I'll happily be skinny. So, yeah. uh, but but it's the it's I think part of that is just accepting the fact that in these times. When mm -hmm. times are harder, we will have to develop habits that are harder to keep. Yeah. Yep. And whether that be uh, shaving every other day, maybe, uh, mm -hmm. whether that be doing some exercise. Yeah. It's whether that being doing business development, making yep. time to pick up the phone. These yep. aren't, no one who's successful in this market yep. enjoys doing the hard things. They might tell you they do because yep. that's the narrative they play to themselves. But they just like doing that more than they like uh, more than they like doing the other thing. And they probably like the outcomes, the outcomes of it. They probably love the fact and are motivated by the fact that then they have achieved something, then they've actually seen the results, and then they've got the monetary value 
So it's the outcome of it, even though it's difficult. So well put, very, very well put. So I'm going to ask everybody, what challenges are you going to set yourselves? Will they be personal or will they be business challenges? And set them for a good time, at least 21 days. So we could say 21-day challenge or 30-day challenge, whatever suits you. But what challenges? They have to be challenges, not something that we find easy. Oh, that, I, I, my, my, my everyone always asks, what's your New Year's resolution? I always go to make my bed. Uh, which is a very easy one. In When I was single, that was quite a difficult challenge. Now I always get up for my wife. It's a very easy New Year's resolution. We're two alike, Alex. My husband does mine. I yeah. hate making him a bed. But you're, but, you're, but you're up before most people go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, that's why my husband does mine as well. <laughs> so, uh, my, my, my one is after I finish this pot of Hagendas, which I'll do tonight, I'm going to get back on the back on the yeah, twice a week sure. train uh, because even now, just the, I'm, I can feel the the, the mouth watering of wanting more more sugar. So I'll get back on back, get back on well that done. train. Well uh, done, Alex. But I am keeping a bit. I'm keeping a bit fitter, and uh, I'm sort of I've, I've changed a few narratives this week. Played it playing yeah. a few new records in my head. So and it and it does and it does make a difference. It does. It does. Definitely. So my workshop is still being held on a Wednesday, Wednesday morning, positive Fantastic. mental health in high stress situations and Wednesday afternoons dealing with change positively. I'd love to see anyone who's interested there. Fantastic. Well just reach out to Claire directly, mention the recruiting gym and she'll sort you out. Yep. And uh I'm, I'm wishing everyone a fantastic weekend. I love yeah. the recruiting gym community uh, and I love the, doing the daily stand-up. So I had someone yesterday who was like, Alex, aren't you finding it difficult committing yourself to 9 a.m. every day? And I'm like, no. Like, I actually, this is the, this is, this is the, this is the start of my day. It's yeah, the, it, I, and I love it. And I'm, I, we have some guests on this week. We've got quite a few guests that are coming on next week. So we're probably going to yeah. get Andrew Silito. We're going to get Simon Lewis. Uh, we've got Neil Carberry uh, as well, and we've got a few authors being lined up as well. So uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I think this is the this is the new normal. So um, I'm I'm a week into my new my new normal habit. And you're doing really well. And thank you to everybody from the recruiting gym committee for supporting us. It's no worries. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great weekend. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.